Instinctively, man has always been drawn to the sea. Its beauty, its mystery, its secrets. But there is also a vague uncertainty, a sense of intrusion into an alien world, where man is unwelcome and completely at the mercy of the most terrifying predator on earth. Man's deepest fear has risen again. Jaws, the revenge. This time, it's personal. It's also John Brown's birthday and uh, somebody else that I like. Did you wear that stupid shirt to see your mom? I did. So it's two compliments and one stupid shirt. I like, I like it. I like the shirt. I don't recall complimenting anything. Okay, so it's one compliment, one one TBD, one, one indifferent, one indifferent, and, and, and one Alex. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recall saying good luck. Uh, all right, we ready? Yep. Uh, oh, we are recording already. All right, go, Gogs. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is week two of Michael Kine. And we watched something. Man, this yeah, is going to be a fun one to we talk watched about. Jaws. No, you don't be sorry. This one is, I, I, we're going to have a lot to say about we this watched, one. Yeah, we watched Jaws The Revenge, which I believe is canonically the fourth film. It's canonically the third film. It is technically the fourth film. Oh, really? Yeah, the... the uh, Third film is not in canon because in that one Michael is a engineer at SeaWorld or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Quaid's character in that one is the guy from this one. Yeah, the guy from the last Starfighter. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. Kenny Kenny Loggins awesome. in this movie is was Dennis Quaid in Jaws three D. Yeah, three three D. Also, okay. uh. So we looked this guy, Gog, I watched this movie with Gogs, and we looked up the dude that was the last Starfighter guy, and it, it made me come to the realization of, like, thank God I was never handsome. Because oh, yeah, this guy was handsome far. as fuck in this movie, <laughs> and now he looks like fucking Dan Harmon. He's like, like the most, he's the most fuckable person in this film. He looks beautiful in this movie. Now, I, you is. know, I think his oh, wife is kind of hot. His I wife is fantastic. I hated too. his wife. I, I hate's a strong no, word. No, I I saw hate in your eyes, sir. <laughs> that doesn't track at all. You do right. Yeah, it seems. It's because it she had a bad haircut. It her really haircut is. was terrible. It oh, was I thought it was she was doing haircut. something traditionally masculine. No. <laughs> no, no. Her the fact that she was like a welder sculptor, just you know, I just thought that was stupid that for a, a woman God's to do reason? that. I didn't know. How do I not know that about Gox? Gox doesn't like when women do traditionally masculine things. I didn't know that. I, I mean, it, you you said you said too many words. You could stop with Gogs doesn't like women. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that I do hate very, them. That is very true. Whether doing traditionally do masculine or do anything particularly masculine, except for like performatively grill meat, sometimes it harshes your buzz when women do stuff. Yeah, I hate when the I hate when women do anything. Here's your lemonade, and here's your beer. <laughs> your beer. That, that's now, see, that's why Marge Simpson <laughs> is the pinnacle of ladies. Oh, she's the ultimate trad wife. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I gotta do a drawing of Gogs as the like the fucking yes guy in the meme. 
like with the curly hair, like the trad, <laughs> trad Chad or whatever. I could, I, I got that's what I'm gonna work on after the show. I mean, all you gotta do is change the hair to red. Yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. And add sure. glasses. Yeah. Uh, all right. What did y'all watch this week, uh, Sean? I only watched uh, the interview. I didn't have a lot of time this week, but uh, the interview the... really funny. I think that might be the peak Rogan Franco movie. Yeah, that movie was funny. And what's his name? Uh, Ken Park. That's his name, right? The guy that plays King jo- Kim Kim Randall Randall, Randall Park. Park. The guy that's on like the guy I Dish or whatever that show is. I don't know who Ken Park is. I think you're mixing up Ken Jong and Randall Park into one I am, person. Yeah, and Ken I Park think... is Ken Park is a Harvey. Uh, What's, it's a Harmony Corine, uh what's his name? That the Harvey Clark movie, Ken Park. Isn't he also wasn't he also like a Korean defenseman for the Penguins? Like I remember yeah. <laughs> He was also in WandaVision. Yeah, he's great. I think You're he's talking great. about the, the guy from Chinese ish. What it's, is that show? It's he's called saw? Off the Boat. <laughs> okay. Off the Boat, yeah. But it's like the the sexy sister show to Blackish. Well, it came out yeah. like the same time as Blackish, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, never I mean, saw it. I, that movie's really funny, like, and I think I get really sick of Seth Rogen immediately after that movie. I don't know what comes next, but, like, that's kind of where I tapped out on him. Semi, no, semi-related, he's really cool as Alan the Alien in uh, The Invincible yeah, Show. He, it's, like, good. a perfect casting for that, that voice. Yeah. What, really, what has he really done after that, though? <laughs> I did that. He did that fucking pickle movie. I yeah. Did. There's the pickle movie. There's the one where is it like um where the, the one where Furiosa like, wants to fuck him when she's running yeah, for president. He, he's uh, a speechwriter. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That was all right. I never saw that one. Apparently, yeah. it's gonna be in that Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee movie with uh, the chick from Baby Driver and uh and the oh, yeah. and Sebastian uh, Stan. Sebastian Stan. Hmm. Lily, Al- I, L- Lily I, Allen. Lily Allen. Yeah, Lily. I can't, I can't wait to see Gordon. Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee. <laughs> the the, the oh, I, stills are pretty rad. They look, yeah. they look good. I had no idea. I think my favorite thing about that movie is that he lays out the entire like third act of the movie in this the scene where he's like, and then we'll get SEAL Team Six, and then this shit'll happen. Then I'll probably be driving around a tank. It's like none of that shit's gonna happen. Yeah. And then it all does like in that order. Oh, James Franco is a guy that that can be kind of annoying, and he's really good in that too. I wanted him to be the Joker because he's wearing that purple suit in yeah. one scene. I was like, oh, that might work. Yeah, I don't know him when he when he's in a serious role, he kind of sucks. McConaughey like, Goatfuck is a great joke. Yeah, you got to go with McConaughey Goatfuck. <laughs> All the shit with uh, Eminem coming out yeah. as uh, well, it's because I'm coming gay. out as gay. Yeah, and, I was like, uh, how is that not clear to all of you? Yeah, it was oh Rob, Rob Lowe's on the show, and he, like, pulls his wig off, and he's, like, a <laughs> horrible... Like a <laughs> Why would you do that? What's the Chiron that scrolls across the bottom when Eminem comes it, out as it, gay? It goes, Change the Chiron to gay, exclamation point, question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It reminded me a lot of the uh, that frisky dingo where it's just, like, gay on the fucking... Uh... <laughs> we gotta jump on this with both feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or uh, there's a boys uh, with the tech night where the newspaper just says homo hero question mark. I still think one of my the fav- one of my favorite moments in that whole series is when tech tech night's big redemption arc when he oh, yeah, has an asteroid that he can fuck. Yeah, he's got a hole. I can fuck it. He's got like his hands on his hips, and it's got like that great drawing from uh, 
I think it's Derek Robinson. Yeah, where it's like that big superhero moment where it's like from <laughs> from underneath it. He's like, ah, I can fuck it. And they're they're mission control, and it's like, yeah, Tech Knight, lay that pipe and fuck the asteroid to death. Oh, that's a good comic. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's all I watched. Uh, I finished Invincible. I think yeah. we talked about that last episode, though. I, and, uh, I also uh, I watched it all in basically one sitting yesterday, and I have to say, you all spot on, fantastic show. Yeah, you I, uh, go ahead and roll into yours then, since you're already uh, sure. I only yeah. well, I only watched one thing uh, with Gogs, and that's tabled. So I'll just say real quickly about Invincible. Um, I loved it. Uh, it overcame some animation shortcomings because sometimes the animation in that show was kind of trash. Um, but I think they spent a lot of money on that voice cast, and then they were like, "Oh, we have to animate this shit." Like, there's there's a few scenes where like Mark is clearly just a, a still drawing that they like shifted in frame, but overall, like it's oh yeah, Gucci leaving the planet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, I mean. It's early. I, now again, the 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 animation do- towards the giant action set pieces is really good. So I can see where they might have tried to skimp on some of the other stuff because the budget wasn't that big. But overall, like I, I said this on Facebook, I think it's the best animated comic book adaptation since Batman the animated series. Like I think it's perfect. Well, like, I think I mentioned it on the show, but like the fact that they use that kind of like Deanish animation makes the violence even more impactful. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think like I, it's interesting. Like uh, we we talked, to, or I think uh, you specifically, Sean, said that like the series is really good, but the last episode is is really really good. Or you know, that's not what you said. You wouldn't say yeah. something so stupid. Nope, he but, said really really good. <laughs> um, but I thought it was interesting because Robert Kirkman wrote the last episode. So in a way, I thought that he, you know, obviously like the overall, the overall story beat is the same, but the Mark, uh, the Mark uh, Nolan fight is a lot different in the original comics than it was in the show. And I think the fact that he, that Kirkman got to go back and write this now, he made it a lot more current, like I, in a weird way, and I could be completely off base. I felt like the final fight sequence was kind of an answer to the fucking Zack Snyder-ish nature of, like, his movies, where yeah. it's like, oh, look at what this actually... Because, again, like, I, we talked about this a, a couple of times when Invincible's brought up, but, like, generally, one of the points of Invincible is if Superman actually punched somebody, they wouldn't just, like, fall to the ground. They would just splatter into a 100 pieces, and it'd be disgusting. So this is, like, again, it's like... Well, you wreak all this chaos in the city. This is what's going to happen. And I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the voice cast was amazing, top to down. Um, also, the principal in the comic is named uh, Winslow, and he's also named Winslow in the show. And they got what's his name from Family Matters to be the voice. Reginald well, Johnson. School, yeah, oh, the, Carl the Winslow. School. And his Carl, name is Carl Winslow. Yeah, yeah. The, the high school is Reginald Bell Johnson High School. I didn't show. even notice that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they got him to be the principal, which I thought was funny. Um, but I also uh, uh, Justin Rowland has a, a small uh, voice uh, role in this, and it's funny because even when he's not Rick or Morty, I could just hear his voice as like the side characters from Rick and Morty. He plays like the douchey, like. Uh, 
kid that gets used as an experiment, but like I just heard him as like one of the characters in like International oh, yeah. Table or something. Like I just immediately heard his voice and knew who he was. Um, but I loved. I I can't recommend it enough. Also, I guess I'll say that I'll throw this in real quick. I watched the first episode of Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, it's not very good. Um, it's a very high budget show that they shot for about forty bucks. Um, it looks terrible. They ha- they have the lead is Josh Dumel, so you know how that's gonna go. Um, it's a shame. I love the comic. I think the comic series is really good. I think uh, that book came out when Mark Millar was just hitting like fucking home run after home run after home run. And I'm re- I haven't even watched the second episode. I haven't even bothered. But I'm really worried because if this is how the rest of the Millar world uh, shows are going to be, it's kind of shitty because they're all going to be like subpar CW shows that I'm kind of bummed out about it because I really was hoping Superior would be good. I I think that and uh, Nemesis, which I think they also are making like both of those are properties I think would make cool shows. But if this is the first one and this is what it looks like, it's like uh, (laughs) like. You need to put a lot of money in the behind these superhero shows. Like guys flying around in superhero costumes looks fucking stupid unless you can like doll it up a lot or you have a director that's like smart enough to make to like hide your faults. And this show ain't it, chief. Like it's it's tough. I might finish it just because again I'm a fan of the source material, but like I'm not it's not on the top of my list for sure. Uh but anyway, yeah, the the thing the other thing I watch with Gogs is tabled. So I guess we go into Gogs. What did you watch? Oh, the only thing I watched is the thing I watched with you, other than just rewatching The Wire, which is still one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Well, we can get into what we watched then, real quick. Okay. Um, we watched Russian Raid. Yeah, a movie which, literally called Russian Raid. Which is uh, supposed to be the raid, but in Russia. And uh, TJ sums it up best. The plot is uh, impenetrable. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a fucking man. It's it's a movie written by like a twelve year old, like because like there's all these things that like that that are motivations for the characters, but like the audience isn't privy to any of them. Shit just well, a, happens. Things well, are important to people for some reason that we don't ever know about. The fucking movie is such a mess. We read two different synopsises. Can that, can that word be put Yeah, yeah, that works. Synopsi. We read two different synopsi, and they were both completely telling the story of a different movie. The synopsis on Amazon Prime and the synopsis on IMDb were like two separate films. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, neither one were was accurate to what actually happened. I mean, it was like, it's like if it was written by a bunch of 12-year-olds in a circle passing a flashlight yes. around, yeah, and it, then... Yeah, it, it like, is. Um, the and movie, then they the, fight a giant guy, but then he doesn't matter anymore until he does. Like, this it's, is, like, the most frustrating movie, too, because, like, the stunt people and the, the choreography is done very, very well, like, overall. But the camera work is trash. The movie has like no, um, like no sound effects. Like the movie, every time like somebody gets punched in the movie, it just sounds like it would be if you actually punched somebody. It's a lot of, and it has more. What you just did had more pop than what we heard in the movie. But it's like so boring. Like that's not fun to watch, and it's not. It doesn't add any weight. And it was funny because like, you know. 
it's just something I like stuck out to me right away. And then I was like, after the movie, Gogs and I watched the, the first five minutes of The Villainous. Shout and out I was Villainous. like, And I was like, Gogs, look at what happens in a good movie. And like every time somebody gets punched, they add something to the fucking effect. Like every time a knife swings through the air, it sounds like it's being unsheathed. Like everything, like it's like the villainous before TJ. Yeah, yeah. I I think I actually watched it. I maybe with all of you, or maybe just with you and maybe Gogs and Sean. I think maybe I don't know. I I I think Sean turned it on to turn me onto it. I love it. I think it's a great movie. But I we just that was like the first. I I literally said look up any action movie because like the sound design is important in an action movie. You make it sound like uh, you know those old like. Uh, British microcomputer games where they could either have music or sound effects, but they couldn't have both. Well, this had music. Yeah, it's like, it's like the, uh, did you ever see, I think it's the, whatever, like the first, like the 8-bit, like Amiga was called, and it's like their version of Castlevania, where it's just oh, like, oh the, my the, god. The, the so fucking bad. Spectrum? Like yeah, the yeah. <laughs> it's the, yeah, the ZX Spectrum. Or it's so bad. Yeah, I mean, this, this thing had music, but TJ also pointed out the music didn't change with the scenes, and it was yeah. just like, boring. So they, it was... They would have a song that would literally play through, like, six minutes of movie time. But, like, you know, in a, in a movie, and this sounds ridiculous to say out loud because <laughs> everybody knows this. In a movie, you have a song for, like, the quieter part. And then when a fight happens, you know, it's something different. It's the fuck. It's it's fucking when you play Cyberpunk 2077 and it does that. God, every time you get into goddamn combat mode, it does that goddamn Cyberpunk song and you get sick of it. But it's the same thing. Like, this movie has, like... So many weird, like, like really basic movie making problems. Like it, it's it sucks too because you can tell the stunt people really tried their their hearts out. Like the stunt fighting in this movie is really well done, and there's like you know they're really fast and they do they do cool shit. But like that's it. Like there's nothing there's nothing holding the movie together. And then on a very basic level, they just fail in like ways that I'm not used to even seeing like you, you got the heart, you got like the hardest part, right. And the easiest parts you fucked up. Like it's, it's impressive how bad, how bad they fucked this movie up. Cause God said it, t- God, you can go ahead and say it. I don't want to uh, just filibuster this whole thing, but like the storyline is like overly complex. The whole joy of the raid is what it's a to B. It's just yeah, like, it's- yeah, like you can explain, the raid, the raid is super simple. The raid two brings in some complexity, but you can follow it. Like the night comes for us is sort of in between those two, but you've got, you know, you have enough plot that you give a shit and you get some character development. Like they tried to do all of these things. Like they tried to have character development. They tried to have like a reason to care, but I like, unless just unless, so here's the deal. Like Indonesia must like, like from a social and political and police perspective must be much more akin to America than the, than I almost called it the Soviet union than Russia, because like one of the, like, but the, like the, like one of the, like, like the, the setup for this whole movie is that a unarmed group of quasi mercenaries in tracksuits are going to go into this factory that maybe makes missiles or food or vodka or something, and no one knows what it makes. No. But I think there's guns at some point. It's also full of, like, military people who the the Russian version of, AT, of, of, of alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, because they say ATF, went <laughs> through and took all their guns. 
And then if you beat the shit out of all of, like, if you beat the shit out of the board of directors, then it's now your company. Like, that yeah, seemed to there, be, like, the yeah. plot. There was, like, a really weird line where they're like, well, we can't bring guns because that'll be illegal. But if we beat people to death, that's like, illegal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we beat the Christ out of the chief operating officer, <laughs> then he'll sign over the company to it's us, fucking, and then it's ours. It's fucking Bruce Wayne logic. Yeah, like, it's it's... And, it's really fucking. But then, weird. like the main character, like has some weird connection to this factory. Oh yeah, and he's also a sniper in the jungle, and his dad. He watched his dad get killed by some guy in the jungle, who then ends up showing up here. Yeah. at the factory, like it's just. But like, he's a sniper that's gonna kill the guy. Like his commanding off. It's so fucking confusing. There's like so like I can't again. It, it's just a fucking mess. But everybody says it so matter of factly. Like yeah, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, the yeah. sky is blue, grass is green. Like, of it course, felt like, it this felt is why like this, this happens. It felt like the last part of, like, a seven-part series. Like, there's so many things that the characters seem to allude to that, like, we have no idea what's going on. Christ, at the end of the movie, Gogs and I weren't even sure if the main character set up this whole thing or if he was hired, because that didn't... Because apparently he was hired, but, like, that didn't... That was not illustrated at all in the like, film. Like, he was hired and he got set up. Like, he got... Like, this is the weird thing. Like, they took – like, this was their business plan. Their business plan was to take a group of mercenaries into this building with two actuaries. It was like a notary public and, like, yeah. an accountant, these two ladies, to uh, go the, through. The one lady, the one lady I, I loved. The one lady was this big, big dark-haired lady, but I loved her. She Everyone was, was all over her. Everyone was like – she was like – I like that. I like a, I like a big lady. And then so, and then yeah, everyone – and then, Big old lady. Like a, like that, that fucking Resident Evil 8 chick that everybody – Yeah. Was, uh, she looked like a late model Delta Burke, and then they brought her in. No, and no, then no, they, no, no, no. How dare you, sir? How and dare the, you? Shout out Delta Burke. And then and then they <laughs> shout beat out the, to Delta Burke. And then beat the piss out of everybody, <laughs> like as they worked their way up to like the main conference room. And then the whole time, like Ivanka Trump is like walking around in a white suit doing I don't know what. It's so it's such a weird. I still don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't make a lick of sense. And unfortunately, like, yeah, like the camera work is so bad. The fighting, you can tell, you can tell they're doing work, but the fight, like, they like, like every punch, like they push in and like yeah. they make it all janky. It's like, it's like, did you watch? I know you, you must have seen the raid because you called it Russian raid. Yeah. And that's clearly what you're going for. But it's like when you hear a, it's like if you saw like Leonard Skinner, if they were still alive, and they're like, "Hey, here's all of our favorite hits, but we're doing them a different way that you're gonna hate." Well, all right, here was, you go. What I thought was funny is that, uh, you know, like there, there's a there's an old famous fucking like cheesy ass movie called Turkish Star Wars. It was like, and it's like a really bad, like Turkish version of Star Wars, right? And but the film actually isn't called Turkish Star Wars. That's oh. just what people put on the box because that way you'll buy it and watch it. The actual movie is called whatever something else in Turkish. So I just assumed when I heard Russian raid, it was the same idea. Nope. And we looked it up and it's literally called in Russian, Russian raid. It's like, you guys couldn't even come up with a fucking title to be like, Hey, we know we're ripping off the raid. And you know, the funny thing is they're really not even ripping off the raid. It's no, not like, it's not even like a multi-story building. It's a one-story building. No. It wasn't even like... 
Oh, no. yeah, I, I definitely don't remember, like, official government paperwork transactions in the raid. I don't remember that being a plot point. No, no. It's, it sucks. It really does suck. It's a shame, because it could have been cool. And the trailer think, makes it looks better. Makes it I better. think if you put that lead actor and that Tom Hardy-looking guy in another movie, those guys, those guys could do work. Like, I felt like their physicality, like, you put them in a better movie, I think they could be cool. Like, they're probably, they probably already are stuntmen somewhere, but... I don't know. What a disappointment. Big disappointment. Yep. So that's all I watched. Uh, Alec. Alec. Uh, I watched Infinity War. Go on through yeah, the how was it? I'm ben- Benjamin buttoning my way through the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. You watched Endgame last week, right? Yeah. I mean, Infinity War is still great. It's, it's upper, does, upper tier, upper does tier. It, does it still not have any stakes in it, though? Um, yeah, no stakes. No stakes at all. <laughs> Stake free. I just, I like... Stake free. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was, as I was watching it, I was thinking back to when I saw it in the theater. And, like, I went by myself opening day at, like, 9.30 in the morning before I had to work a closing shift. Just so I could be, like, one of the first people to see it. Right. And, like the shock of the ending of that movie. Like I like, I'm like, will I ever be, will I ever feel those emotions from movie again? Like, cause it's a bunch of characters that I really care about and you don't expect them to lose. Spoiler right. alert. And not <laughs> only do, they, not only do they lose, they get <laughs> evaporated from existence. Did you see it twice the same day? Because I swear to God, you and I saw that, like, at night one time. Yeah, we did. I saw it three times. I saw it by myself. <laughs> I, saw and, it, I saw it with me Alec, and, I think. Yeah, then yeah. me and TJ went and saw it yeah. the next day. Because I told TJ, I was like, if you want to go see it, we got to get tickets now. He's like, no. It's like a 10 a.m. showing. We'll be fine. I was like, yeah, no. I was wrong. We need to get, we need to get tickets now. Because yeah. it was sold out every show for like, two weeks. Yep. And then, I, yeah, I went, like, a few days later and saw it with you. But that movie's that movie's tremendous, and that movie's got a. It's probably a better movie than Endgame. I mean, it's definitely a better movie than Endgame. I might still like Endgame more just for all the fan service stuff. Yeah, I can see that. But, I would say that Infinity War is the only great Avengers movie. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Yeah. Infinity uh, War has got the Doctor Strange scene, right? That scene fucking rocks. Do you consider Civil War an Avengers movie, or do you consider that a Captain America movie? It's a good question. Uh, I I would say it's, even though it's titled Captain America, it's an Avengers movie. I think that movie has a lot of problems, though. Yeah, it does. But I I mean, yeah, most, most of, like, most of the Marvel movies have a lot of problems, but, like, for most of them, I just don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I think Infinity War is, like, just about flawless for that kind of movie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what else they could have done better. Yeah, and it was, and it was like, one of the few times in the whole MCU I've been, like, literally shocked. Because, like, I remember watching it and being like, all right, like, I've been here for, like, two hours and 20 minutes now. Like, <laughs> this is going to end soon. How are they going to wrap this up? And yeah. That was not how I expected them to wrap it up. No. But uh, that's the only thing I watched. We started wow. watching. Uh, one thing. What is up with Alec? Alec didn't watch anything last week. One thing this week. We started watching the uh, Q Into the Storm 
Oh God, dude! Uh, yeah. That's a pretty great oh. documentary series, though. The, we've seen the first two episodes. It got, it's just like it's mind it's mind boggling. Yeah, it's fucking I, baffling. I I and thought baffling. I thought and so far really so far we, we really haven't. It hasn't even really gotten into like the psychology behind it. Like the first episode kind of introduced you to some of the people, and this episode just followed the creators of Eight uh, Chan. Yo, uh, oh, that guy, that guy, the guy, I can't think of his name. It's, it's two guys. It's a guy and his son. And the guy, like, he got fit, he got, uh, he turned into a millionaire because he hosted, like, Japanese uncensored porn. I that, mean, there's a market for that. Oh, is well, he yeah, one, he made um, millions of dollars after. Is he, he the one that had the, uh, fucking, like, wheelchair slave? Like, uh, that, uh, yeah. fuck. It was I, on, like, kid, a behind the bastards or something. Something like the kid, that. The kid in the wheelchair was like the creator of 8chan. 8chan, yeah, no. But he didn't know how to run it, so he sold it to this guy and his son. Well, to be fair, he probably didn't understand how to run, just full stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. (laughs) Fuck that kid. (laughs) Um, Actually, he's he's alright. He's not a bad dude, believe it or not. Um, I don't know. I I get sick of hearing him all say, like, free speech, free speech, when literally their message boards are like, Full of like child pornography and. Well, I I don't know. See, I I I, I roll kind of but deep I've, bullshit. But like we've all, we've only seen two episodes. I think there's like six or seven. It's like a long. You know I think the weird six thing parts about child pornography is is they never have they <laughs> never have credits. <laughs> it's a little Doug Stanhope bit. I wish I wish I was smart enough to come up with that. It's a good joke. Um, <laughs> there's a really great podcast called QAnon Anonymous that. Uh, that's really really interesting. If you like, if you if you're into that documentary series, they do a very good job at dissecting all the nonsense of uh, QAnon. And I know like most of that documentary because of that podcast. So I highly recommend it. Yeah, we're gonna keep watching that. So I'll report back by this time next week. We'll probably have. I got it. I gotta say, HBO has done a really good job at like content. They have really filled that streaming service because they had. They they just put out that QAnon documentary. Before that, they had that Heaven's Gate documentary that was pretty cool. They yeah. had that Nexium documentary, which I enjoyed overall. I still thought it was too long. Um, it's almost like they broke up with Vice and took all the good shit that yeah. Vice did. And yeah, that's like... exactly that's a good way to put it, dude. Like that's perfect. Like I they took all the stuff that used to be like a Vice thing and and they got it. And it's I don't know. I have to say, like, I I was worried that HBO Max was going to be something that I'd barely ever use, and I'm always on that damn thing. Yeah, like tell you what, I'm... though, man. That actual app sucks. Oh, uh, see, I never use the actual. I just use it off the the, the fucking, you know. The, the Well, no, I use the fucking NVIDIA Shield now, oh. but same, same difference. Yeah. Well, cool. yeah, we have, like, the app on the Roku, and, like, we went, to watch the, we, we went to watch the Q thing yesterday, and we hit play. And it like restarted the whole app, and then it did it like a second time, and then it played, and then today it did it like twice. And, like, it's like, come on, man! Like, none of our other apps do that. Yeah, like, it's not good your, at restarting. Fix your fucking, fix your fucking shit, man. Yeah, that is like we watch Hulu, Disney Plus, Prime, like everything fine, and then HBO, which is like the prestige app of like all the apps I have. It's like, come on, get well, your I, shit together. I think I. I think I talked about this a little bit, but I had a problem with 
um, watching uh, whenever they put like the new featured movie that's in, supposed to be in 4K. Like, what was that that shitty movie I hated with Jared Leto and Denzel Washington? Little the little things. I could not get that to play on my Nvidia Shield through the HBO Max app. I had to start it. I had to open up the app on my PlayStation to get it to work. Like it's I don't know. So it has like weird crashing problems depending oh, on. Oh, you're just gonna have problems like the audio. Like yeah, it, it would play, play the video. Audio. It wouldn't play the audio. But then I then you fix open, that and it still wouldn't. Yeah, I'd open any other movie and it would work fine. I don't know. Anyway, I have um, a ton of problems with Disney Plus. Like I'm that shit always crashes when I'm using it. I don't have problems with it crashing. I just have problems with the fucking the interface. Like, when I'm when I'm watching The Simpsons, like it doesn't save. Oh, I have some where I am. All the yeah. like sometimes it like starts me over. I'm like I watch this shit like multiple times a week. It's not like I haven't watched it in a month. Like yeah. save my spot, bitch. <laughs> all right. And also um, like no, I'm gonna finish bitching go about uh, Disney Plus. No, go ahead. I so when I watched Endgame a few weeks ago, I didn't watch the whole thing. I only watched the final third because all I really cared about was seeing Thor and Cap and Mjolnir and whatever. But, like, for Disney+, Plus, you have to fast-forward, like, 10 seconds at a time. And then it, like, resets. It takes forever oh, to fast-forward. Disney+, Disney Plus's fast-forward is the worst. Because so I, I like, always try to fast-forward through the credits through all the TV shows. Because they'd always have the stingers. And I was always like, I think I passed it. And then I didn't pass. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, so I just went to Prime, where I could go frame by frame at, like, 20 times speed. And get to where I want to be. It's, right. Yeah, I was watching The Simpsons yesterday, and it decided to subtitle it in German, but not the dialogue, just anytime there's a sign in the show. And you do not realize, yeah, it's fucking bizarre, you do not realize how many signs are in The Simpsons till it's just all up there in fucking, like, German language, yeah, it's weird. That is weird. Uh, like, Like, we're, like, I don't know, at least 10 years deep into, like, streaming, like, how to... How do billion dollar companies still have these fucking problems? Well, the funny thing is, is that like I don't ever have, I don't think I've ever had a problem with Netflix like ever in the yeah. tenure of their entire existence. I don't Except think for I've, their content no. and like we. Well, yeah, but that that we had well, we had Netflix streaming when we all lived together in that was like twelve years ago. Yeah, like that was a long ass time ago. We had that shit, but that's it when it was fine. like. A, that's when it was like a throwaway too. It was just like, oh, you get your DVDs plus. Hey, look, there's a couple of things online if you want. Yeah, and then who I, knew that that would be the dominant? I remember you could stream Eraserhead, and that was like a huge deal because you couldn't fucking even get the DVD back then. But I think, uh, like, what's, I mean, to that same point, though, what's HBO's motivation to fix it? Because no one's quitting. No one's quitting yeah. it. Like, no one's quitting yeah, over it. So, probably right. Yeah. Who gives a I'd shit? Pro- I'd probably be more mad if we paid for it, but we're using somebody else's. So. All I know is that every time I fucking log into uh, my PlayStation, because it shows, like, the update logs, like, HBO Max is already on, like, it's, like, 13th version. I feel like every time I fucking turn that thing on, they're like, oh, another update, another update. So I wonder why they got They're doing HBO. something. They're doing something. They're not fixing everything. They already have the Go interface. Like, why do they jump to... I, I still am a little puzzled by that changeover, but whatever. I don't know. Well, te- well yeah, Go and Max Go. are a different service. But why? But what's the go, difference? Go to now to Max, like just. I, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Do you get Do you get Max if you just subscribe to HBO, or is it totally separate? No, I think it's totally separate. Because you, you don't, but get, you could just subscribe to Go too. I don't think you get you don't get or live now. you don't get live HBO con- like 
you don't get like you can't on on HBO Max you can't go to like whatever they're playing now on like the HBO on cable. So I, I think that's the difference. But it's all there. You can just start it up and stream it whenever you want, right? Is there any content that's actually on the, the network that's not here? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I think so. I think between all of the streaming services I have and my ability to steal everything, I feel like I have every piece of content ever imaginable. So borrow, TJ. Borrow. <laughs> oh no, it's steal. It's <laughs> uh, liberated. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It, it, there's no ethical. There's no ethical problem uh, borrowing stuff from fucking Warner Brothers. They have plenty. No. Of- you wouldn't and liberate a purse, would you? Blu-ray of fucking Showdown in Little Tokyo, you assholes. I have I the Blu-ray of Showdown in Little Tokyo. What's yeah, but you got to order it special. They don't. They never put out like a commercial release. Of and it. it sucks because yeah, it's like exactly. it's just the movie. There's actually, you know what? I take that back. Fuck you, Warner Brothers. Shout Factory. I know you guys listen. Fucking, why is there not like a nice version of Showdown in Little Tokyo? That movie fucking rocks. Yeah, you guys wasting your time making dirty, rotten scoundrels for fuck's How good sake. was that cover, though? That cover is so much better than the movie. Dude, how sick. good was that? That fucking, uh, the Alex sent, that Dark Phoenix, dark poster, Phoenix poster. I almost oh my God. a single tear at how good that poster is. Yeah. Versus <laughs> Alex, Alex, Alex that, like, yeah. how do you get, how do you get ratioed by your own poster? <laughs> Yeah, Alec was right. That's like the wor- the best poster to worst movie ratio ever. Uh, anyway, I got to pee. Who wants to do this uh, synopsis? Gogs, you do it. Uh-huh. I mean, it's going to take like four sentences. I know. Well, I got to pee. I don't know. So you guys vamp. I'll be right back. All right. So... I can't find a, like a cup to pee in here. I do it right on stream. Don't you have the litter box you'd right stream, there? You'd stream on stream? Didn't Sean pee in a litter box? Oh, my God. He took... Oh, Sean, well, here, oh, he's on mute. Sean, yeah. did you or someone you know peed in a litter box? Somebody yeah, you, you or someone you know may have pissed in a litter box. <laughs> yeah, a buddy of mine pissed in a litter box and it like floated like a glacier. Like it was like continental <laughs> drift in this litter box and all came up from the bottom and pushed the whole thing to the top. Oh, it heaved? Like, ugh. Well, right. it, it, it's like okay, a. Right back. It's like, you know how uh, you fix a broken foundation by putting yeah. a bunch of shit underneath of it? That's how it was. It just raised the whole thing up. Oh, I guess. Oh, like I the, guess. the like inflatable mattress thing. Exactly. I guess, the, <laughs> I guess the good people at uh, at Scoop Away hadn't chemically engineered for human urine. Yeah, um, well, they should, though. They should, though. Yeah. We should what replace your, all toilets with that. What happened to your scientific rigor, uh, Tidy Cat? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Jaws the Revenge. Um, movie opens, and we're still on Amity Island for some fucking reason, because this family, the Brody family, hasn't endured enough trauma on this well, island. No, it, it's on Amity Island because everybody's too stupid to understand that this is the Brody family unless they have not moved five feet from where they've been their entire lives. Fair enough. Uh, Chief Brody has died, and I assume that upon his death, a badge sprouted out of Sean's chest because there has to be a forever Brody chief of police on Amity Island. So now he's the Amity Island chief of police and he's having a date night with his mom. Maybe. I don't know. And his fiance fiance and his mom, they're Christmas shopping. It was like his fiance, his mom and somebody else. They were at there. They were were, were at, they were at his, they were at, her house. They were at Helen Brody's house because then Michael calls. Yeah, this kid is like gacked up like fucking the ShamWow guy. He is obnoxious. So then they go 
they they call Michael and Michael's like, hey, I'm living the life, uh, just strapping garbage to conks. I'm gonna come see you guys for Christmas, and then uh, some, and then Polly, who's somehow gotten younger over the course of four <laughs> films, uh, is like, hey, Chiefy, the buoy for navigation is gone rogue or some shit you need to go take care of it right now in front of a children's choir fair enough so he gets yeah. on a boat and and then you're led to believe that the shark who is a cold water pres- shark <laughs> presumably related in some way shape or form to the original shark it's and i'm not Jaws's sure how wife i'm is pretty it Jaws's sure wife yeah then what was the Jaws and Jaws? That's what I was always told as a kid. It was Jaws' yeah. wife. No, I think that's like in, I don't know if they they don't think they outright say it, but I think that is in the fucking like uh, the outline of the movie that it is Jaws' wife. And Jaws in <laughs> the Jaws and Jaws two was 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 Jaws's kid. Well, you remember how like Def Jam Vendetta like you had to have the girlfriend match sometimes. Okay, yeah. Oh, so <laughs> this is like part. That. This is his, okay. So this was Jaws's valet, is what you're telling me. Yeah, basically. Okay, so. Uh, the jo- Mrs. Jaws set, <laughs> she, she set a fucking the, the trap. The had a little bow yeah. on its head, yeah. <laughs> like Pac-Man. <laughs> that was that was the reference, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. got it. <laughs> well, also Minifred Mouse, she also wore a bow. Um, <laughs> so, oh, is, that I, I, okay. is that her full name? Yeah, Minifred M. Right, you want me back. So, yeah. so presumably this lady shark, uh, was got out of the kitchen and decided to set a trap for the Brody boys. I don't know, 20 years later, because yeah. she's lazy, and she knows that this particular Brody is going to come out here to move uh, a buoy? Uh, 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 no, but it was like, it was like, it was, there was a, a telephone pole attached to it or some yeah. shit. And then, oh, wait, you, wait, then you Cox, get a quad, yeah. Cogs and I came up with a pretty great thing where we need to, uh, we we were pretty we were both pretty drunk when we watched this, and uh, we decided that if you have a big big uh, uh, what was it a, a dongle oh shit I already forgot it it was oh yeah if you have a big dingy if you have a it big, big dingy it's called a dongle dongly. so okay. if you want to get a yacht just have a dongy yeah um, <laughs> we, we were like we need to buy a boat just to have a huge dingy and be like yeah that's a dongy it's not a dingy. Yeah. we also came up with a good. Uh, if we're going to have a telepathic shark, which this movie has, yeah. it's going to involve a cult that sacrifices two people to that telepathic shark, and yeah, that's a better is, movie. There, this is like the, the Takashi Miike levels of fucking surprise ESP. Like, everybody is psychic in this movie. And, and full of genetic memory of things also, that they should have never witnessed. Also, oh, this, yeah. this opening scene... Uh, carries a, a theme throughout the rest of the movie of people that could have stayed alive if they just stayed on the fucking boat or moved to Colorado. Well, no, 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 no. To be fair, Sean Sean Brody was on the boat. The shark ate a huge chunk of the boat. But he like fucking so he gets his arm bit off and then he yeah, like he gets... instead of just going, oh my god, I need to call like somebody to help me to get. Oh my god! Oh my god! My arm. <laughs> instead of that, he like leans back over so the shark can eat him. It's fucking retarded. It's so right. stupid. Well, he's like out of his mind on like eighties diet pills or something like that. Kid is going. He's vibrating. He's so high. But also, it's fucking. It's cr- the, oh oh. Gogs pointed this out right away. This is uh this ad. This adds to the uh, the non traditional Christmas movie canon. Yeah, uh, I can't believe we never brought this one up because this is definitely a Christmas. I hope movie. we never bring it up again. 
So, um, well, guys, has never seen this, by the way. I don't know if he pointed well, can, this out live. So I, don't, piss. I was, I was going to wait till the end of this, but I have seen this, but it turns out I've only seen it on cable. Yes. Because this ending was totally different yeah. than I the ending you. I was I told you, with. Gogs. I told you. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I had we'll to look it up. That. I was like, there's no way. Because I knew it got reshot a bunch. But I thought it got reshot to the ending that I saw, which is where uh, Hoagie bashes the shark with a boat like the NES game. Yeah. Yeah. But no. I like Yeah. And I looked it up. It was o- That was only the cable version. Yeah. And like the th- I think the theatrical version, but you wouldn't have seen that, obviously. The the shot the last shot of the shark is literally this. They just pulled the same shot from the end of Jaws. Yeah, but falling away headless. <laughs> you can see the ropes hanging away from it and everything, like the tanks <laughs> oh, from the original. We'll Jaws. get into it. The fucking shark in this looks like a fucking like I've seen shark pillowcases. That will we get into it, or will we ever finish talking about the movie? Oh, Ouch. oh, <laughs> sour grapes. I forgot oh. how you hate fun. I mean, he's literally thirty <laughs> seconds into the movie. We've been talking about it for fifteen minutes. All right, <laughs> all right. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, Dad. So then, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Jaws decides to Georgie Denbro, uh, fucking Sean. Key reference. Key reference. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, when Pennywise tears off, uh, Bill Denbro's little brother's arm in the sewer and then eats uh, him. Oh, wow. Yeah, All right. so then, Yeah, no, I get it now. Yeah. So then, uh, and then he eats the rest of the boat. Now, somehow Ellen Brody feels this while in Macy's <laughs> or wherever the fuck they are. Um, what was the other thing that they had on this island that didn't make a lick of sense? They said something like, we gotta go see the train museum or something, and it's like, why is there a train museum on a very tiny island? Anyway, <laughs> so now everyone's just covered in grief. They set whatever's left to, oh, she, oh, yeah, so when you die a policeman, they just give everyone your gun. That doesn't need to get turned back in. Yeah. Because they <laughs> hand his gun over you, to his I mom. I thought you might want his well, gun. Yeah, it's like, I, it's it's like, like hey, you're full of like, grief. Yeah, you're probably like, just teetering on the edge of sorrow. You Here's a, a loaded thirty-eight. <laughs> you had a woman that just lost her son. Here's a gun. You might want to take care of something when you get home. Yeah, yeah. we already put some cherry lip balm around the barrel. They have the portrait of Martin like above the car coffee maker just yeah. like it just so you can see it as the audience but like geographically makes zero sense alec what were you saying sorry oh, i like the after this after this after the scene they're back at her house when her <laughs> other her other son her living son shows up yeah and the people in the house with her are what was mrs kittner for fuck's sake thank you <laughs> Thank Sorry. you for stepping on that for me. <laughs> Sorry, bud. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Well, it didn't make any sense. Oh, fair enough. All right. Can, well, it pissed me off because I was like, why is this woman here? She hated the Brodies. Uh, I don't know. She was in the other movie, Gogs. That's why I, she's there. Fair enough. So anyway, we're there. She's with her grief. Fucking uh, Kenny Loggins shows up. He's like, come to the Bahamas. There's no sharks there. So they go to the fucking Bahamas, and somehow the shark telekinetically cue, finds them cue, there. Cue the Ron Howard voiceover. There were sharks. <laughs> yeah, also, basically... uh, not 100% that you know what telekinesis is all of a sudden? Or telepathic. Well, you know what's funny? Tele- you know what's funny? This is all. This is some behind-the-scenes footage. Gogs got, actually said it wrong when we watched the movie and corrected himself, and he fucked up this time. <laughs> yep. And so, I wouldn't have even... I never even... I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I didn't even think about it. 
So the well, I don't know. Maybe the shark did telekinetically move itself there. I don't fucking know. Just like, like Jean Grey from Jean Dark Phoenix. Jean yeah. Grey White. This shark. This shark has an, uh, an unexplained power set, especially that it's full of explosives. So now they go down there. The rest of the movie is some sort of weird hodgepodge of mm-hmm. hey, let's fuck in my uh, in well, my yeah. welding shop. Hey. Let's go downtown and be seduced by this older English gentleman. Dude, this hey, movie is very I, horny. This I, is I, movie's super horny. I don't know if I texted everybody or just TJ. I was like, this movie is literally the ice storm. It's like the yes. same movie. Well, I don't, Gogs, I don't think you mentioned titch, uh, or, uh, the, the reason for the season, but Michael Caine is like a pilot. That just, Maybe. Yeah, no, he's he a is, pilot he gambler. Drug He's definitely a pilot. Yeah, he's he there's no plane. maybe he's a pilot. <laughs> he flies that plane pretty well for maybe. But like, he doesn't fly that plane pretty well because he takes a plane that's not supposed to <laughs> land on water and he says, Yeet, I'm gonna land on water after Ellen Brody takes out a boat that was two scenes ago eight miles of, away. Okay, plane. screw yeah. it. All right, so now basically so what happens is they they get to the island, uh Mario Van Peebles and Kenny Loggins like they spend their days tagging conk, just just annoying conk by just annoying conk in a, shit in a mini sub. <laughs> uh, Mario Van Peebles it, somehow is super racist with his depiction of Jamaicans. Like, well, he's I, faking it though for some reason. Faking Jamaican. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's real bad. Well, oh, wait, no, he's like he's faking it in the movies. Oh, I didn't it. catch that. Uh, Remember, because like he's down there with uh chris christopherson and he's like he's like i you know you can put that accent on all you want out there and then his accent when he's just talking to him is like very mild oh he's he's fucking code switching i didn't even care that oh fuck wow that's bad that's even worse also Also, mario uh, van peoples his wife in this movie smoking hot also um uh exploitation legend melvin van peoples has a cameo like right around here somewhere oh is he the guy chumming He's, yeah, he's the re- no, he's the really old guy, Mister Washington or whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, so they're they're doing their thing. They're like, I, don't, I God only knows. They're tagging conks. There's a yeah. shark attack. Maybe Ellen Brody senses it. Like everyone's sharing well, memories. No. Guys, you're jumping. You're you're going too fast, buddy. You got to pump the brakes. Well, Alec wanted this over with. I'm getting. We it haven't done. even we haven't even talked about how. Fucking Michael Caine wants to bang Ellen Brody. Ellen Brody becomes the main character of this movie. <laughs> if you told me that Ellen Brody would be the main character of any Jaws film back when the original Jaws movie came out, I'd be like, go suck a lemon. Because there's so, no way. Well, let me tell you something. I got this idea for a Jaws sequel. We're going to take the most interesting character from Jaws and make a sequel out of out of their adventures. Oh, cool. You're going to make a like a like a Quint prequel? Yeah. No. Ellen Brody. <laughs> well, you got. You also got to understand uh, at this point, I think, still that she was married to Sid Sheinberg, the producer of Jaws. So, like, hmm. that's probably why. John, look at your screen. The next. Uh, yeah, the yeah, next, yeah. 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 The next Jaws movie is gonna be about Quint's buddy in the hat with the dog, and it'll be called Quint's yeah, buddy. Yeah, she was. Just, she was this close to starring in My Darling Shiksa with Elliot Gould. <laughs> So, Michael Caine, did someone get eaten? <laughs> I got TJ, I'm sorry. I mean, somebody gets eaten. 
I don't know who though. <laughs> Somebody gets because they're like because it freaks them out because like suddenly there's a shark in these crystal clear waters. <laughs> so nobody nobody knows there's a shark. They encounter the shark when they're on the mini sub tagging conch. That's it. The shark just like gently floats by. This is like a shark and, wearing a shark suit. Like it's, it's scared. Like, it's, the it's, shark it's, looks so the bad. Shark, the shark gently floats by <laughs> uh, Kenny Loggins. The shark looks like a quilt. <laughs> it looks like a fucking like, it, it looks so fucking bad. Like it looks like it looks like the like the shark at the goddamn Universal Studios ride looks better than this. But wait, doesn't Kenny Loggins have shark dreams too? And then right before he yeah. hits the sub, doesn't he have like a shark premonition? It may yeah, doesn't also, his like spidey shark sense go? He does have something. Shark it may yeah. also actually be the shark from the Universal ride because the ride had just opened pretty recently, and part of the reason they saw off on this film was to promote the ride. That's hilarious. Mm. I didn't so know there's, that. There's, there's two encounters with the shark in the mini-sub. One by Kenny Loggins, one by Mario Van Peebles. Then on the third encounter, the shark attacks the sub. Because I guess the first two times, it was just making sure somebody wanted to eat inside. Are you just a some random, yeah. Not just some random person. Yeah, are, you well, on um, my, are you on my revenge list? Like Kenny Loggins and Mario they Van don't, Sorry, they don't. They don't tell anybody that they've seen this fifty-foot-long great white shark in the Bahamas. Well, they, they can't just keep tell... it. They. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but doesn't a fucking Kenny Loggins say that like explicitly forbid anybody from talking about the shark because of his mother? Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my whole family has is... been wiped out from sharks. In fact, my brother just got murdered like a week ago, which we already forgot about. But but he's basically as bad as the mayor from the first movie. Yeah. So at least the mayor has a motivation that makes sense. Like, I want to keep the beaches open to make money. This yeah. guy's like, I don't want my mom to be sad. Don't they set up the same scene? Don't they set up the same you knew scene? I forget between who, but they between, give between him and his wife. Yeah, it's bad because the girl, his daughter, is riding one of those water. Oh, the banana things. thing. Oh, yeah. shit, that shit is fucking wild. So his wife is this terrible artist, uh, which is hilarious because she's making this like god awful sculpture, and then like she, his wife is every girl I dated that went to Micah, which is <laughs> yeah, a right. considerable amount. So. So there's this also, like the thing is the sculpture is called like it's like the shark. <laughs> no, it's called like the, the woke white or something like that. <laughs> it's like supposed to be something about like peace and unity. That's how I describe gogs to people. It looks like an anti tank thing they put on the shores of Normandy. Like it's <laughs> terrible. But this scene, so did they land a lot of tanks in Normandy <laughs> because of the anti-tank things that were there? No wonder the Panzers are better than ours. They didn't deploy them in the ocean. <laughs> they were there. They were anti-tank. I'm just saying. <laughs> Can you imagine if that movie Fury, like Brad Pitt's like, all right, guys, we got to fight the Nazis, and they just drop them in the water. <laughs> you know, by that logic, you could say that this beach prevents tank attacks. We thought I'd like to purchase your beach. beach. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. So there's a scene where the where where fucking Kenny Loggins' wife is, is basically like accepting her kudos for her awful sculpture, and like the her like daughter who couldn't be like. I don't know, five years old, probably no older than five. 
She's like, I want to go on the banana boat. And she's like, yeah, go ahead. Just like, go fuck what, off into the ocean. fucking parent is like, yeah, sure, go nuts. Like, that. The, this kid is, like, fucking tiny. And it's like, yeah, go, go, go. I, mean, I don't know, man. Back, back in the 80s, like, my parents were like, yeah, go do whatever the fuck you oh, want. Oh, yeah, like, my parents left me home at, like, five. <laughs> like, whatever, he'll be fine. I mean, I guess I guess that uh, that's the case, but it's hilarious. This isn't now with helicopter parenting and stuff where you'd be <laughs> asking for safety checks back then. Like, whatever, man. Get the kid to shut up. Go ride the fucking go ride the banana out in the ocean. I don't give a does, fuck. Doesn't it feel like this whole thing is like humor the white lady the festival or something? Like, yeah, <laughs> there's a guy. Captain EO is there at this ceremony. Like I don't know what the fuck is happening at this thing, but they're very happy about it. So oh, anyway. The mayor of the fucking the Bahamas is the red stripe guy. Like, hooray, crappy arts. Like, all the accents in here are atrocious. I wish it was still Mayor Vaughn. I wish somehow he ran for the mayoral, mayoral whatever ship of this Bahamian island and be like, yeah, you know, I'm used he, to shark waters. He died. He had a heart attack already before. He was supposed to be in it for at least a cameo, but he died IRL. Oh, like, the right actor for the movie. Oh. Yeah. Like like he comes back in blackface under an assumed identity. Yeah. The mayor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, um yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'm Lionel Bond. Let's uh I want to be uh well, your we, mayor. We haven't touched on the B plot of this movie where where fucking uh Michael Kane fucking Michael Kane wants to bang Ellen Brody and for some reason like let me pose a question to you guys like it, it, it like well you know I, this is a weird thing but like if your oh, mom is the question that would you as a 40 year old man be mad that your mom dated a guy yes like who yeah. cares who gives a shit like nope. who who fucking ca- like he this movie would work if he was a child but he's a grown ass man and like their his father has been dead for a long time. It's like, whatever. Like, she's a grown-ass woman. She can do what she wants. But it's like, I don't know about this Michael Caine guy. Like, he he, he seems... I don't know about this guy that I clearly have known for a while in the Caribbean. Right. It's it's fucking weird. Like, it's so weird that it's a subplot. It's like, I don't know. Like, it's like... Dude, you're well, that's like... When, uh... Uh, Mario Van Peebles tells you that he's just a spirit of the island, basically. He's like, ever since I've been here, Ogie been here, Ogie is it. Yeah. He's like fucking dark side. Like, no, he's Ogie like, like is. Mario Van Peebles is like that guy they meet in 13 Assassins that dies and then comes back to life at the end and he's supposed to be like a <laughs> wooded spirit or something. Bro, like every scene in this is like, it looks like they're just trying to talk everybody into group sex. That whole dinner scene, yes. where his wife's like, you better not get too tuckered out to plow me later. And it's just like... Yeah, this movie, like like we said earlier, uh, this movie is... It's, it's, uh, it's very, like, family-friendly, but it's very horny. Like, every like everyone yeah, wants like to the golden girls all the time. It's weird <laughs> as shit. Oh, um, yeah. Like, they... He bangs, he bangs his wife in the metal shop and he's like i've always wanted to make love to an angry welder yeah. i said while watching this that 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 line was gonna get an uh, extra point from sean because he had the same <laughs> fantasy <laughs> sean and kenny lockett All yeah, I well, is, i've worked with a couple of welders and they are pretty crazy fucks i imagine they probably would be good at well sex. that's why i learned how to weld just so i could jerk off <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. Continue. I don't even know where we are in the movie. 
So we're, drank, happened, we're, 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 we're approaching the end. Mike Michael gets his like comeuppance for uh <laughs> no comeuppance li- for lying about <laughs> gigantic <laughs> like a prehistoric megalodon <laughs> swimming in like the Caribbean waters. Which like yeah, like his reasonings are terrible. Um at some point Mario that, Van Peebles jams the jams the shark with a trident that's laced with tracking devices, and he follows it with an oscilloscope to <laughs> no end. It's, it's a track, oh, yeah. it's a trachoscope. It yeah. tracked his heartbeat just so they can make a stupid reference to the Jaws song. Cause like Yeah, that's right. Goes, that's bum, right. Bum, bum, bum. Like, okay, I got I got it, movie. Thank you. And then I, it's, I'm not it's like movie, I'm not walking in cold to Jaws four. I didn't start here. Like, <laughs> well God, imagine I'm, imagine I'm somebody, every, everybody's somebody's first movie is the first Jaws. I fucked it up, yeah. Man, imagine some imagine Jaws four being the first movie you ever saw. You'd just be on like, books oh, for the God. rest of your life. That'd be it. I'm yeah, done. Why, even, why even bother? Actually, you know what? No, actually that wouldn't be a bad thing. Because like every movie after that would be better. Like you'd be starting really at the bottom and going, ah, yeah. all right. Okay. Yeah, there's also if, the potential if you, you, have, just wouldn't, you just wouldn't keep going. Yeah, you never go movies see another are, movie. Movies Alex, are terrible. If, if you have the fortitude to continue on, because after this you'll be like, well, if this is what movies are, <laughs> never mind. Or if you confuse this with Jaws, the first Jaws. Oh god. And you're just like, I don't, oh, yeah, I don't, John, I just, John. I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't get why everybody loves this movie so. I mean, much. it is kind of amazing that this is in any way related to Jaws because Jaws is a goddamn masterpiece. Like, it's one of the best movies ever made. Like, like I, I'm glad this isn't anybody's first movie in the same way that I'm glad that I never fucked a virgin because imagine carrying around that burden thinking what things are for your whole life. Yeah, right? I took Gogs' anal virginity. That's what I told okay. you. too? Oh, yeah. Sure yeah, you, yeah, sure yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of people punched that V-card, my friend. So... <laughs> So anyway, some other shit happens. At some point, Ellen Brody's like, "I'm gonna go fuck off on this boat," and then nope, she just you're single- wrong. You're you're wrong. No, no other no. shit happens. Okay. The nope. kid gets the kid gets attacked by the banana boat. Ellen, I'm pretty no, sure, he, immediately he runs on the banana boat, not by the banana yeah. boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. And I'm pretty sure Ellen almost immediately goes and finds uh, this shit is so stupid. It's like, Neptune's Col- folly. Neptune's folly. I don't but know. Same I almost called it Holland's Fair. But that's the same but that's movie. Not right. The movie is cut so bad. Like, what's his name? Kenny Loggins is just shown out on the water. Then all of a sudden, she's in his boat. So you're like, God said it right away. He's like, wait, what? Is she in their boat? Because wasn't he just out in the water? It's like they only had the budget for one. Yeah, boat. but I like Alex move. Like, how good would this movie be if it turned out the shark was just the boat in disguise the whole time? And that's why it looks so shitty. <laughs> oh, shit. The boat did a heel turn. Uh, fucking. <laughs> it put on a shitty luchador mask. It was me all along. I was the boat. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, I, but this is so fucking stupid. So Ellen Brody decides to take the boat out to, I don't know, fucking kill the shark somehow. She's going to chase the shark, but, but she, then the it, shark, so the shark does like a, it pulls a maverick and gets on her six, and she doesn't well, know what to do about that. This, this movie should end with like a fucking scanners esque psychic battle between Ellen <laughs> and the shark because that's what it's been setting up. Yeah, I or, would love uh, that. Well, or, let's or, the, co- or the anime. X. You know what? 
Honestly, honestly, you can make an argument because th- that's what happens. Because the next thing that happens is Hoagie, uh, Mario Van Peebles. Pause, pause, real quick. I just need to, to to paint the scene for everybody. Ellen Brody is on a boat and she's fine. Like she's the, soloing a thirty footer, but just, the boat isn't under attack or anything. And all these people are like, they're literally on a plane flying to her as if she's like in imminent peril. But, but Alec, Alec mentioned this, and I don't think we touched on it enough. She's having flashbacks of Brody's memories, but not only are they Brody's memories, they're Brody's memories in the third person. So she's either they're having the shark's flash- memories. Yeah, or uh, fucking like uh, Hooper. Well, no, Hooper wasn't in that scene. So, yeah, she's having the shark's memories. She's like has some kind of gestalt with this shark. <laughs> Which is how the shark is able to track them to the Bahamas, which is not really addressed. There's so much fucking, like, magic and shit in this movie that really needs, like, a uh, lab coat to explain what's going on. So so now they all get in Hoagie's plane. They try and chase her down via plane. They find a party boat, which is the wrong boat. Then they find the right boat. Then they're like, I'm going to know. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to land this prop plane on the water because... That makes sense. So they do that. It, it it disintegrates. They jump all. They all get on the boat. Uh, at some point, I don't know. Does Mario Man Peoples challenge the, the the shark to a fight? He ends up in the jaws' mouth. He has gets, that like he has that thing that he says is going to shock the shark. That's it on the end of the stick, and it, he's like jamming it in his mouth. But then he. The shark bumps the boat or hits the mast or something, no. and he falls in. No, but he's like he generally he creates which, some sort of like he creates some sort of like he's going to give the shark like an epileptic seizure or something. Shark, like, yeah, he's shooting the shark with like a flashlight. The shark is like forty miles away, and then all of a sudden, like it explodes. No, 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 and, no, 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 and, no. and the ahead. shark every time they hit it with this. Sonic thing. It, roars. it, it makes roars. Noise, yeah. It makes noises in the vocal cords it doesn't possess. Like it sounds. <laughs> it literally sounds like a it sounds like Godzilla. Like, yeah. So like yeah. So Mario Van Peebles jams that thing in its throat. It doesn't work out. They Mario Van Peebles gets all fucked up. Then then my, then Michael comes up with his like I don't know fucking Polaroid device and he's zapping this thing from fifty yards away. It keeps breaching the water, screaming, and then somehow Ellen. Brody, she works up a full head of steam, and then she does like a, it's like me, I told, I was saying to TJ, it's like when I play Street Fighter and I get really into it, I'm like moving the sticks real hard, like she jams the wheel, and the mast of the fucking boat smashes into the, 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 the shark, and then the shark explodes, so maybe she simultaneously scannered it, and then Mario Van Peebles is alive. And then I, the I, movie ends. He's literally <laughs> in the shark's mouth. The last time you see him, and he's just fine. This might be an unpopular opinion, but that explosion is pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) The explosion is so powerful, it rends this boat into, like, not even into two. Like, it rends it into splinters. Like, there is nothing left of this boat. This boat got hit. This is is worse than what happened to the USS Indianapolis. Like, this is just just (laughs) toothpicks on the water. Like... Like it, and it's just it's just little chunks, and then they find some driftwood, and then somehow I don't even know how they get rescued in the end. Well, Ellen Brody well, they, they, had they, they, they had, they ahead, had mentioned something about notifying the Coast Guard before sure they the, landed of 
where they were. I'm sure the Bahamian Coast Guard is right before, on top of that. But before the explosion, Ellen Brody witnesses the same thing we saw at the end of Jaws 1, where Chiefy shoots the shark, and apparently Ellen Brody uses her psychic abilities to explode the boat and the shark. You know what? Maybe she used her, like, her time meld ability to just bring that explosion back from the past oh, like a into the Manhattan shark's thing. mouth. Yeah, it's like a tachyon, yeah, it's tachyon all, disturbance. All, all timelines are simultaneous, and she just made that happen. And then nothing the ever ends. Yeah. <laughs> nothing ever ends. And I mean, then the, the only other thing I will say about this movie is that at some point they're ordering drinks and they order a Bahama Mama, to which I just – I look to teach. I go, shouldn't this be called a here mama? And then we decided it should just be called a mama. A mama. <laughs> we just call them nuts. We just call them a mama here. Um, this movie, like, feels like – it was like a coke binge for, like, a writer. Like, I don't know how to fucking write. Like, just write a bunch of shit and this then we'll – like, I, I could not pay attention to this movie. It's like, you ever had a woman tell you a story? No. Oh, okay. I just well, shut like, him right the fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. It's like that. Like, it just it just rambles on endlessly. I was, like, giving myself the Ludovecchio thing, just trying to watch this fucking movie. I could not have been less interested. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's real bad. Uh, it's really bad, and, like... It's funny to me that, like, the beginning of this movie is a shark attack that, like, kind of almost feels like it's added after the movie because they kind of forget about it very fast. Like, they, they like, the death of uh, the one son is, like, touched on for, like, a couple of seconds and then totally forgotten about. Like, it's... Yeah, it's they, don't, they, don't even have a, they don't even have a funeral scene, do they? They do, they do, because everyone, that's where... <laughs> That's where they, like, have, like, the morning scene. That's where Miss Kintner's at. Like, when everyone's in laying, like, everybody's in wake or whatever for whatever the, my boy. But, like, yeah. the idea to make, like, the mom kind of the main character is, like, so weird because it's a character that no one has connected to. Like, it's, I don't know. And the fact that, like, it, it, like everybody's motivation in this movie is fucking weird. And, again, like... In almost every instance, if you just like stayed on the boat, you'd have been fine. Like you're the, or like Gog said, just go to fucking Minnesota. You're fine. Ain't no yeah. shark out there. Like you'll be all right. Like it's. It, it, I would say the shark's motivations is the most impressive because I'm what? like. And, and are we to believe that the shark from the first scene swam to the Bahamas to yes. kill? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, and changed its internal body functions to survive in like boiling water somehow. <laughs> it's... And Phil, maybe that's why it exploded. <laughs> like it's, it's like a negative differential. Yeah, it's thing. like yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a pressure vessel. Like it just wasn't <laughs> rated. It wasn't ASME rated for like the, those temperatures. And then all it took was it, it. It took a pretty significant puncture because it's been punctured several times over the course of the film. But it took a boat to make it explode. Like, if they're going to make this movie that weird, they should just have, like, scenes where the shark actually talks to her in dreams and shit. Like, they yeah, like, went, lean into it. Like, it's sitting at a table and well, there's another chair. It's like, come on over. Let's have a see, chat. It should, since Sean mentioned in the beginning, now I just want Takashi Miike to make a fucking shark attack movie. Cause here's what I, you, need. you need scenes of the shark, like, possessing Ellen Brody so she feels like oh, she's like, the shark like, eating people and then she's, like, can't deal with it. It's like shark oh, exorcist. How good would that be if it turned out that, like... I don't know if it would be good. 
But if it turned out that Ellen was actually killing her family through grief, like just like controlling the sharks, that's a good movie. <laughs> that's, now that's, you got me. At least that's fun and interesting. Like yeah. a big white grief missile. This movie yeah. is this movie is like a bunch of nothing. Like it, it's it's amazing to think about the original Jaws because like it's such a great movie and there's so many things to love about it. But like I think primarily the thing that you connect to with Jaws is that it's filled with great characters. You know what I mean? Like, and this movie has all of the, like, well, we're going to talk and we're going to have these people do things, but like, you don't give a fuck about any of them. Go ahead. Sean. You, you, I was going to say, you nailed it. Like that whole movie, the first movie is about the interpersonal relationships and they're like, Oh, well, well, let's just do that again. But it's like you said, nobody gives a shit. Like, they're also, like, they have side tasks that, like, Jaws is, like, a very straightforward movie. It's, like, everybody's motivation is to get that shark. There's no fucking, uh, like, weird romance thing off to the side. There's no grants. There's no we're and, studying and, this. And there is in the book. They took it out of the movie, which is smart. Like, yeah. they took out the, 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 like, extra side bullshit of the book. Oh, so, yeah, where Hooper fucks Brody's wife and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, which is not needed in the movie. It was yeah. a very smart call. But the acting is not good enough to carry the dialogue, which is also not very good. Like, maybe if John Milius wrote parts of this, it would be better. But, like, this script is awful. And, like, Lorraine Gary, bless her heart, she's doing her best. But it's, like, she's reacting to a man, like, flirting with her, like, the way, like, a seven-year-old would react to, like, a kid yeah. flirting with You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's, well, the whole thing, her relationship with Michael Caine is super weird on, like, every level. Her like, interactions with him is weird. She, and, and it's against her character. For, I don't mean to step on you, but no, I don't forget fine, that. Like, she's, like, a lot of fun in the first Jaws. Like, she's, like, she's also, like, uh, Michael's wife, or she's, like, kind of sexual, like, very confident. She's very flirty in the first yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Like, she's a lot of fun. But in this movie, she's, like, it's it's like she has CTE or something. She's, like, <laughs> borderline retarded. She got, she got uh, S. She got shark-related uh, chromatic encephalopathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The shark gave her a concussion. Yeah, just put her in a mental institution, and she's controlling the shark mentally. Like, I, I don't know, something. Better movie. Or she's yeah. just tormented by the visions of the shark killing other people, and then oh, she and has to hunt the like, shark. It's like a fucking hot tension. You find out the end, she's just been swimming in the lake herself, murdering people. Better. Totally better. Like, why don't you, you already made this movie shitty, like make it super schlocky and ridiculous. Yeah. And also like, don't show the shark. The shark looks like dog shit. You do. Like, it's funny, right? Because like Jaws one Spielberg was like, Oh, the shark doesn't look good. We can't show him that much. And it makes for one of the best movies ever made. This movie, the director saw that shark and was like, yeah, well, whatever. I got to get this done. I got fucking boat payments. Like, Yeah, there's there's no tension in the movie because the shark looks so goddamn goofy. When Alex said it gently nudges things, it's almost like the puppet is just itself adrift in wherever they're shooting, and they're just hoping it runs into shit. Well, it's funny because this has been brought up a few times on the show, but it has that first phase Shin Godzilla eyes, but it's not, like, it's not scary because it's just like... <laughs> It's it's got the movement pattern of an electric football table. Like it seems to have like zero direction. <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> this movie is so bad. Oh god! I was reading uh, some review and they nailed it. Like it's like it's just bad. It's not like so bad. It's good. It's not like so cheesy. It's just like a plain Jane bad movie. 
Agreed. Uh, Alec, I, I, what was your favorite part of the movie? I don't know. I'm, I am with you. I am with you guys, though. I remember watching this, and the the ending is different. I remember distinctly it, no, it really the shark is. getting impaled, and that being how it died. But I was I was literally just reading on Wikipedia how like they did that and tested it with audiences, and then for the home video release or whatever or international release. They changed it to what you have, where they kind of impale the shark and then it just randomly blows up. And Mario Van Peebles lives because yeah, it, it, this has been an inside joke between Anthony and me for fucking thirty years. Where and and it's funny because upon rewatching it tonight or rewatching it this week, Anthony and I always said, "Oh, ain't no shark gonna bring me down." That's not he doesn't even say that in the movie. So I thought he said that because you say that so much. Yeah, and I, I was waiting. I was waiting for that line. Nope. And I was like, oh. It. Nope. He doesn't <laughs> say it. That's a disappointment. That's an apocryphal line there. Uh, you and he, Anthony should have punched up the script. Uh, you know what? If someone <laughs> could have punched up a Jaws sequel script, it should have been Anthony. I wish he could have been on the show tonight because Anthony hates the Jaws sequels, but in a weird way is obsessed with them and kind of loves them because he loves the original Jaws so much. It's like so, Van Helsing. Like he hates Dracula, but he knows everything about it. <laughs> Apt, apt, apt reference. <laughs> that might be the best thing anybody said on this show ever. It's really good. Uh, uh, yeah, well, he'll be on the show at some point. He's got a lot of stuff to sort out, but he'll be got on a lot of dogs in the fire. <laughs> I mean, we can't, you know, it's just like when we have Kobe on the show. Like, anytime we have somebody on the show, our listenership goes down by one person. <laughs> like, we can't, we only got three people that listen to the show, so like, well, one of them is a guest. <laughs> You know what we should do? We should have one show where they all, all three of them get to host the show, and then we get to listen. Oh, I, I would never us. listen to this show. Yeah, you know, yeah. They just, none of us are there. Like what's it's that, just the three what's of that, them. Uh, what's that fucking like uh, flight of the Concords joke? Where he's like, "I like bands." He's like, "What well, do you listen to our band?" No, I like good bands. <laughs> one of them has to play two characters. One of them gets to be themselves in a sock puppet of me. Or something. oh, I like how we're characters. <laughs> yeah, no, one of them can be me and Alec, where it's just me constantly telling me to shut up so we can finish. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. Uh. <laughs> no, and. and I, I read a bunch about this movie while I was watching it because watching it was <laughs> insufferable. Yeah. yeah, you should have watched it with me and Gox because we were very drunk and we felt the, great. The sharks, the sharks roar. They pulled, <laughs> pulled it from a Tom and Jerry cartoon, <laughs> which seems like like, like incredibly appropriate. Like I gotta be like I'm gonna do something really Alec, stupid. Did you like, switch over to like a CB radio recently? <laughs> No, it just sound weird all of a sudden. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google like define, a re- thing. define recently. <laughs> sharks, have, sharks cannot have. I, I Google do sharks have vocal cords? Sharks cannot make any vocal sounds as they don't have vocal cords. Yeah, this also, one screamed. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it didn't. Maybe that's just what Helen Brody or Ellen Brody, whatever, heard yeah. in her mind. It's a psychic scream, like the squids and Watchmen. Right, or like when Superman died and awoke, I don't know, the mother boxes. <laughs> this is a much, I was I was just Googling Jaws the Revenge and just looking at images, and in Spanish it was uh, a, a, an interesting Tiburon la venganza, which I guess it's, means. It's well, just called Tiburon is shark. shark. 
yeah. called Shark the Vengeance, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of more fun. So Tiburon is, is a great word. That's a cool. Episode. It is. It was a cool card too. Yeah. It's uh, it's just called Shark. <laughs> fuck yeah. Shark. Well, like in Spanish, uh, the Dukes of Hazard is Los Dukes del Peligroso, which just means the Dukes of Dukes Danger. Of danger. <laughs> but they di- they didn't get that they're from Hazard County, so that it was a oh. pun. So like, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into five knuckle so, shuffles. Just a real real quick. Sorry, go ahead. Pulling pull this from IMDb. I don't know how accurate it is, but in the book based on the movie. Oh my God. Or the the book based on the original script. There's the novelization. Like, you know they have the novelizations of everything. Oh God. I... Um, had a bunch of like black magic and voodoo, and the that... shark the shark was put in a zombie like trance by a witch doctor. Dude, oh, it's like Weekend at Bernie's too. Where is that? That would have been so much better. It's a better movie. It's a, several segments take place from the shark's point of view, and it's Hell revealed yeah. that the shark is actually a pawn and can't understand the driving force about where Dude, it needs to that go. That would have been so much better. That would so be wait, like, like, like so. Wait, so which doctor summon the shark to take care of the Brodies on the yes. island for some reason? Yes. Dude, that I love that. Rocks. That's I so much that. better. Oh, yeah, and they could have a flashback scene where Brody's arresting a guy like uh, fucking Delroy Lindo and the Devil's Advocate for uh, doing voodoo in his apartment. So he yeah, takes over the shark. Or it's just what's-his-name from Predator 2, just, like, doing, like, that hardcore back-alley drug dealer voodoo. Okay. Show these tings, I believe. <laughs> boom. Head cut off. Predator. Fucking screw face, like, taking yeah. over the shark's. Oh, that's a better movie. That's a shame. It's a shame they didn't go with that. No, that would have been it's something stupid. How the fuck can you make that? I don't even know how you would do that. Well, they made this. I, I mean, it would have had, to be like a three-hour movie. We could have had Shark Vision. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. did in the opening scene. Oh yeah, fair. And now I was, I was, I was just watching that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like. So the shark, so it's it's underwater, it's bright. Above water, it's dark. The shark is seeing above water somehow. Like, that shit was wild. So they, like, cut, they cut the voodoo out, but left the psychic shit in? <laughs> or was yeah. the voodoo added from the novelization? Wait, which came first, Alec? I would imagine the, well, usually the, the novelizations are based on the script, like the original script before they shoot. So I imagine that's in the script. Yeah. yeah, it said it said the novelization based on the script. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of I think they get those scripts before the movie even goes into production. So that's why a yeah. lot of times the novelizations are like way different. Yeah, that's why the novelization well, yeah. of Gremlin starts on another planet. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that. All yeah. right, five knuckle shuffle time, boys. Uh, Alec. Uh, two. Oh God, <laughs> like. At least it's, I know I didn't pick the bad. worst Michael. I didn't pick the worst Michael Caine movie this month. No, no, you Back. didn't. And right off the bat, I was I was I was assured of that victory. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're like the yeah, Niners man. and the Chargers when they're up forty-five to three in the first <laughs> yeah. quarter. Yeah, or, or or you're shutting the team out and they kick a field goal just to just to break the shutout. 
Oh man, that makes Jaws four the Stan Humphreys of Michael Caine <laughs> movies. Um, I oh, mean, this movie's so bad, and like, <laughs> it's really bad. Every everyone's bad at it. Michael Caine, like, I I don't even I don't even know. Oh, he's terrible. Like, he's Michael a good Caine, actor, but not in this. I, I don't know. I think we might have said this analog, but Michael Caine missed getting an Oscar. Well, he I mean he didn't go to the Oscar ceremonies. He missed getting an Oscar because he was filming Jaws. He was filming this movie. He's well, filming apparently, 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 it was to refilm the new ending. Yeah, yeah. That, like, and, and and years later, someone asked him, "Like, what do you think of Jaws? Have you seen Jaws: The Revenge?" And he said, "No, but I've seen the house bought, <laughs> which is some baller ass shit if I've ever heard." <laughs> Yeah, like I wish I was cool enough to say stuff like that. Yeah, fuck yeah, like like I love that. He's like, dude, I just fucking get paid. I'm an actor. I don't give a fuck. Like, if I'm in a good movie, cool. If I'm not, fuck it. I love it. I've been in plenty of good movies. Yeah, this one bought was, me a vacation house. He was in a lot of dog shit movies around the time. Remember that movie where he gets electrical powers? What? Oh, no. no, but that's movie. what I'm picking now. Yeah, like I don't. He's like in a fucking furnace or something and gets electrical. <laughs> pa- it's fucking terrible. It's like oh, on, era. A, oh my god! I'm he was a, also he was in like a, what the Return to Poseidon Adventure. Oof! Um, that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> I'm, I just no I joke. Just, I typed in Michael Caine electrical powers. Oh, well, that's just going to tell you about his actual electrical power. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> you need to Google the movie about it. Uh, Shock the System? There you go. Is oh, that the name God. of the movie? <laughs> oh, well, I'm changing my pick. <laughs> now are we, on, are we on a quest to find the worst Michael Caine movie? Is that well, like no, our goal? I've never heard of this, and it sounds amazing. Uh, So, yeah, sorry. Keep, keep going. Alec, uh, who, who's got the next score? Um, Sean. Uh, one. This movie is like unwatchable. Like I was like, I literally almost quit on this movie, and with ten minutes left after I saw that there was ten minutes left, I was like, I probably don't need to finish this. Which I'm glad I did because I'd been like, yeah, that scene where they hit him with the boat's kind of fucked up, and it'd be like that kid whose uncle works for Nintendo. You know what I mean? Like you didn't even watch the fucking movie. Like it was, it was bad, dude. Like I legit, I saw ten minutes of like five minutes of this probably credits. I can. I can muscle through this for another five minutes. And I watched it at like four in the afternoon. It's not like I was sleepy or anything. It's just, it is bad. Like they're just like, so like fucking like kindergarten horny. That's like super awkward. Like I, I don't know. Did you, you guys remember that Pat Oswalt bit where he's like, you can't put like her pussy in the movie, but you can write, I'm going to fill her hoo-ha with goof juice, which is like way worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's this movie. It's like yeah, intensely it re- boring. Yeah, it really uh, is. Yeah, like I, I assume Jaws 3D is probably more fun, but like I don't know, man. Like this is just like it's a cash. Gra- I mean, it made money. Like it, that it is absurd. It did. Like, it made like, like 15 million bucks. Yeah, it is a <laughs> did grab. What did they I spend on it? Ten bucks. Yeah, they spent. I just, I, I literally just looked this up. They spent. Um, I think they spent. 35 and they made 50 worldwide they wow. could have made this like a simpsons clip show just out of the other three movies and it would have been better you know what i mean like they yeah. didn't have to shoot anything new it's yeah it's it's really really bad like i i haven't seen any of them except the original in a long time is the second one good 
It's not this no, bad. No, it's not good. None of the no, sequels not good. are good. But it's not like at this level of shitty, because Roy Scheider at least is in it. Yeah, does he die? Is that why he's I memorialized? Think so. I remember he had like PTSD the whole movie. He does not die in it because they asked him to come back for this one, and he said, "Fuck no." So uh, they wanted they wanted screen? they wanted him to be the one to die at the beginning. They wanted him to be the shark, and he wouldn't even take that paycheck for like a day's work. He was like, "Nope." But Michael Caine's like, "I'll take that shit. I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, I can't recommend anybody watch this. Like, and it's short too. I mean, like, I don't even know if it's an hour and a half. Like, if you take the credits out, and it's not worth it at all. It's a very long hour and a half. Yeah, uh, Gogs. Uh, it's a two, just because it's just bonkers. But it's not even like fun bonkers. It's like the fact that the shark explodes. I have so many questions about this film. Um. <laughs> The motivations of the shark, the fact that it was able to navigate these waters and find these Brodies, the the shared memories, like the fact that there was a voodoo angle that was missed kind of pisses me off. Uh, 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 Mrs. Brody's ability to pilot a 30-foot boat all by herself without any issue to hunt down a shark in an entire ocean. The fact that this shark was able to surprise so many people in crystal clear water where you can see forever, <laughs> like uh, this, uh, it's 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 so dumb and so bad, and the fall from grace, from you know the Olympian highs of Jaws down to this is just it's. I don't know of any franchise, maybe Star Star Wars hasn't even pulled this off yet. Like like have fallen so far. Um, but that that's, yeah, it's a two. It's just, I mean, I don't know if I, I, the last Jedi and, and I, yeah, I guess they are, they are better than this. I was going to say, um, I don't know. Rise of Skywalker is really bad, but I don't know. They're if not this bad. No, yeah. I, I'm going to say Rise of Skywalker is worse because my expectations were much higher. Like I did not expect <laughs> this movie to be good at all. That's fair. But yeah, this one was like, it's just, it just fell off. And I totally forgot. I just knew we were watching Jaws 4. It was, it wasn't until we saw Michael Caine in the play. I was like, oh yeah, he's part of the month. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's it. TJ. Uh, it's gonna be a one for me, dog. This movie is fucking garbage. Uh, on on demand garbage. Like it's everything is bad about it, and it just screams of like, we need to make a sequel. I have no ideas. Like, <laughs> what are we gonna do? I don't know. Let's have the one son die from a shark attack. Yeah, but it's Christmas in like wherever they are. Fucking Martha's Vineyard. So what? Who cares? Nobody knows about sharks. Well, fucking it, have them. It's weird that the Christmas setup is just to get the other brother there. Like, they could not have come up with any other reason that he would have shown up. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. And then he dies, and they're like, all right, we're going to get it. Well, the Bless setup for him to show up is to show up for a funeral. Like, he doesn't show up till after Sean dies. Yeah, but, like, yeah, he, he, was, he up, wasn't like, gonna... right when he dies. Like, I don't... Did, is that right? I thought he was coming there for Christmas. I don't think so. I think they were just coming up for the funeral. Oh, fuck. He was on the phone. He was on the phone trying to get his mom to come down for Christmas oh, before yeah. Yeah, before right. the funeral. Um, it's terrible. The fact that like literally nothing happens between 
the shark attacks that is of any consequence is absurd. The fact that like there's there's just writing where it's like again like like we talked about like if your grown ass mother when you're a grown ass man decides to date someone you're like I don't know like it's it's sitcom it's like less than like a full house plot. You know what I mean? Like it's so bad and you don't care about anything that happens. Then on top of that, the shark looks like absolute dog shit. There's no like stakes. Like it's not even like scary in the, like, like I I think that the original jaws has some scary scenes with that shark and that shark doesn't look amazing, but it's still like tense scenes. Like it's, you know, when, when, uh, fucking Richard Dreyfus comes in contact with the shark. It's scary. Now, again, like, it's not just because of the shark effect. Like, there's great music and there's great direction. Well, and you, you touched on it earlier. It's because you give a shit if those characters get killed. Yeah, well, you, also, they, they're able to develop tension by just seeing three barrels floating in the water. Uh, That's I mean, able to, like, make you nervous. But also, like, let's let's just say this. Like, I, I think that it's not a crazy thing to say. What One of the best scenes in Jaws is the fucking, the Quint scene. Like that's the 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 round table scene with all of them and where they're showing their scars and the, the let me guess mom and then Quint gets oh. into the fucking the yeah, bomb the speech. Scene, the scene they ripped off from chasing Amy. <laughs> uh, that shit is amazing. Like that is not you know, we talk about aliens a lot. Like that that scene in that movie is very important. Like there's nothing like that here. There's nothing to connect you with anything that happens in this movie. And you're just left with a very subpar, boring movie. Because, again, like, the the premise of, like... Like, if you watch, like, a Michael Myers movie or a Jason movie, like, the threat of, of someone breaking in and killing you is is understandable. Like, even in, in any circumstance, like, somebody breaking in your house and murdering you is terrifying. But, like, if you're like, well, a shark's going to kill me, the first thing you'd say as a normal person would be like, well, I'll just stay the fuck out of the ocean. And they don't ever get over that. They're like, well, well, the mom will, will like ride a boat out in the middle of the ocean. Okay, but the shark ain't going to hurt her. Yeah, but everybody will think the shark's going to hurt her. What? Why? Uh, Michael Caine's going to crash a plane into the water and just assume it'll float? <laughs> like, I don't know. Whatever. Like, there, like there's so many scenes in this movie where they're not in any kind of danger, but they like escalated. So they are in danger. Like it, it, I I said it to Goggs. It reminded me so much of the scene in, uh, Ed Wood where Bella Lugosi has to fucking act like the tentacle is mechanical and working. And he's like, he's like, I don't know what to fucking do with this thing. It's just a broken. Cause they find this. If you haven't seen Ed Wood, it's a great movie. They find this fucking, this old prop. That's like an old octopus prop, uh, prop. And it was mechanical, but it's all broken down because they don't use it anymore. And they, they use it in the movie, and Bella Lugosi's got to, like, act with it. But, like, it doesn't work anymore. He's like, I don't know how to make this scary. And, like, Ed Wood's like, I don't know, fucking flop around with it. Like, like play with the scene. And that's what this movie is. It's like, just figure it out. Like, I don't know why this is scary. Maybe the audience will. I don't know. 
when you you're saying like this movie has a lot of scenes that aren't and i was gonna say in order because yes. like it does feel no this is up. like the fucking david Lin- this is david lynch's dream of what mulholland drive is where he says you can watch this movie in any particular order and it'll, you'll get the same experience it's exactly yeah, like i don't want to belabor the point but alex right here when he's talking about like at least the mayor had a motivation because they wanted people at the beach yeah but it's like there's no reason for them anybody to go in the water beside this goofy ass conk thing but he wants the shark. He wants to track the shark because they'll be famous because the shark's not supposed to be there or some shit. Yeah. What does that pertain to anybody else in the movie? Yeah. I do, I, I do have a question. Is is I never since had I never seen this before. Is is this the reason that conch shells are so important in the uh, LJN Jaws Nintendo game? I, uh, I maybe. think so. Just like remember when I was saying they ram them with a boat. Like I think this the fucking uh. The game is based off this movie. When did this come out? When did Jaws Revenge come out? Because the game came out in 87. I think this came out in 87. Same year. Okay. All right. I think. Yep. You're right. It's And you're actually, you're floating around. I'm watching a video of Jaws, the video game, and you are floating around on a, on that boat. You're not floating around on the Orca. It is, it is the Neptune's Folly. Which is a great name, by the way. Neptune's Folly is a great name. Beats right. Trident's fuck up. Let's. So who gets next week's pick? I have a good one, I think, in the chamber. Go ahead. Then to uh, you. Uh, the the Swarm, starring Michael Caine. Never heard of it. What is that yeah. even about? It is about uh, killer bees on attack. <laughs> it's the a Wu Tang movie. <laughs> this is also from 1978. Uh, a horror thriller. A huge swarm of deadly African bees spreads terror over American cities by killing thousands of people. Uh, starring Michael Caine. And Method Man. And Richard Chamberlain. And Patty Duke. And Henry Fonda. Oh, God. This is going to be so bad. <laughs> yeah. This movie has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie's so bad, it has a 45 on IMDb, where I think the lowest score is a 7. <laughs> the Swarm. All right. It'll be on the Plex tomorrow. Uh, all right, everybody. Guys, you got anything to promote? Uh, yeah, uh, just meet me at Chuckles from a tight five. It's uh, Wacky Wing Wednesdays. Um, hope to see you there. Oh, man. All right. Uh, that's the show. You guys have a good night, and uh, make sure to eat your own hey, pause. Oh, Gog- Sean. Sean's got something to promote. No, I don't. But, Gog, do you realize this movie is 156 minutes long? Yeah, I do. And we're oh, going to savor fuck. every minute of it. <laughs> Are you serious? No, it's not 156 minutes long. Have you guys seen Zach? It is, uh, it's one hour and 56 minutes, which makes it 116 minutes long. Well, no, I'm reading off of something. I don't know. It just says, like, the punishingly... At 156 minutes, the swarm is a punishingly long film. <laughs> Maybe they did math like... Hour math like TJ. It's metric math where an hour is a hundred minutes for them. It is it is one hour and fifty six minutes. Okay. It is just shy of two. Okay. That's oh, oh, okay. It'll feel like a hundred and fifty six minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't think we've ever watched a movie that said it was punishingly long. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, that's not what's on the box. Mm. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, eat your own ass, and we'll okay. see you next week. The swarms. <laughs> That's what a swarm sounds like. Ah. Buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. All right, boys. All right, see you guys. Love you later, later. dudes. Love you